how it's been revealed to me has expressed that view, yeah, or that no view. It wasn't that I wanted that no view to lead me somewhere. Something shifts, and then this is how it panned out for me, yeah? And in recovery, it's a perfect system to use neti-neti on, in a sense. It's not using it, but, but by looking at it in a certain way, because self is what has defeated us, this idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? Self is what has defeated us. Now, if self is something... How does self defeat us? Yeah? That's the important thing. It takes many, many years for some of us to get to the point where we even entertain that self has defeated us. We think it's the cops or our wife or this or life, the way that, that you know, the, the cards I was dealt by life somehow or another did it all. But when you get to the point and you realize something has defeated you, yeah, and then the, the idea of it being the self is really trippy because you're taking... There's a taking of yourself to be that, yeah? And that's how it defeats us. It's through being identified as self, yeah? That's how it's able to defeat us. It has no power but ours, and it co-ops our power by the act of being identified as it, yeah? So it expresses its little story or its little activity in the thought system primarily. And in the thought system... The selfing uses the thought system to reinforce and to sort of make concrete its using of everything else to facilitate the bondage of self. Yeah? And it's very easy to see. A thought is so much different than a my thought. Yeah? If there's a thought, if you, if you heard a thought, <coughs> yeah? if you heard a thought in one's head, it's very different than when you hear the thought in one's head and it's construed as your thought. It's totally different. Thought is a thought. It's like if you were looking out the window and it was daylight and a bird flew by, you would see the bird. Or let's say, more aptly with a thought, let's say you were sitting in this room and you heard a, you heard a noise outside, you'd be hearing that noise. Yeah? The sound would register because you're conscious. Yeah? The consciousness would register a note, a note because... In this world, in this event, consciousness is manifesting as conscious of. So it becomes conscious of supposed things. So there's a thought that you become conscious of, you hear it. But very quickly, after the hearing of it, it's, it's presented as, it's my thought, as if I did it, or the thought's about me as an object, yeah? So either the thought is about me, or I'm the thinker, or I'm the creator of the thought. This is how it's held, every time. Every thought. Every, not one thought escapes this, this, uh, this facilitation. Not one thought escapes its claiming. So you have many, many thoughts that are being seen, much more than the cars you hear on a busy street. You're, seeing, you're hearing many more thoughts than that. And that can become a big drone if you just keep hearing the cars all day. But the thoughts are being heard probably much quicker and much more than that. Yet every thought, after the thought has been noted or heard, the mental interpretation of that event is I'm thinking. 
I, I'm the thinker of that thought, or that thought's about you. Now, it doesn't look like it's that far away from the thought, but it's huge. The distance is huge from the, from the conscious awareness of a thought to I'm the thinker. It's hugely different. Yeah? Now, every day, every day, thoughts are going on, and there's the hearing of them. We're not really putting much attention on the hearing of them, but we're putting a lot of attention on it after it's been claimed by the selfing. If it's my thought, it has the power to affect me unbelievably. If I saw the same thought, let's say, that was going on in my head that I was calling mine, if I actually heard it as Debs, I'd have an immunity to its effects. Yeah. Same thought, same thought, my thought, wow, could ruin my freaking day. The same thought, if I recognize it wasn't mine, I have an immunity to it. Yeah? It would just go through because it was dead. Yeah? It's, the, it's the act of being identified as the thinker that allows the bondage of the thoughts. The thoughts bond you, but the glue is on your side. Yeah? The thoughts are just there. And they're being used to facilitate something now, which is the bondage of self. Feelings are there. They arise here. Yeah, We're living, oh, I did this, ow, I felt really bad, whatever. You know? Tons of feelings you can have all day. Most of them not even being noticed. But most of the thoughts that are being noticed get claimed, and now they're your thoughts, your feelings. Totally different than a feeling. Totally different. The same feeling when I see someone else having it, I have an immunity to it. But the exact same feeling, if it's held as mine, can can just affect me for fucking twenty years. That's the power of mind. The power of mind is being taken advantage of and is being used to facilitate a mental process called selfing. That's what it's doing. There is no freedom as an event, and there is no bondage. It just appears that way. Yeah? You weren't bound 20 years ago. It's a possibility that's being offered. The thought system is offering you a possibility of being a someone, a person, who was there, who will be there, who has a life, and that life is seen that I'm the doer of the actions, I'm the thinker of the thoughts, I'm the feeler of the feelings. That's being offered, yeah? Then there's conscious contact. Consciousness, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and hearing thoughts. Still conscious contact, yeah? All of that, and then the awareness of that, being awake to being awake, yeah? The awakeness to that, that's also on offer. Every second, every second that you're up, you know, you're vertical, walking around, the mental, the mental process is asking you or inviting you to believe a story, and then the conscious contact isn't doing anything except being conscious. Yeah? The mental process has tons of advertising. It's constantly advertising you. Conscious contact doesn't say a damn fucking thing. The evidence of its showness is in the event, yeah? Now, your mind can rest or reflect that, or it can reflect the selfing. And your experience here, how things seem to be going here, is going to be totally based on where you're looking at it from. And most people don't see it as an option, because they're identified as a self, they believe 
the primary story of the mental interpretation, and it's got a fail-safe mechanism. Even if you're sick and tired of the story of self, you'll try to get out of it as a self. Yeah? Even you're sick and tired of being the thinker, you're still going to try to leave the thought system as a self, which is going to assume it's the thinker of the thoughts. Yeah? So, even if you get sick and tired of it, you still can't escape, because what will try to escape is that mind that's already identified as a self. So now self will try to get out of self, and it doesn't work. Yes? They say it very clearly in a great Zen, Zen book, a great Zen master, Huang Po, from the old Chinese, in the, Chinese, the old Chinese days of Zen. It used to be called Chan then, C-H-A-N. Zen became what we know of it now after it went to Japan. Yeah? But there was Zen, the essence of Zen was practiced in China. And this one great master said, you cannot seek you know, look for the Buddha as the Buddha. Yeah? You can't use the Buddha to look for the Buddha. You can't use mind to look for mind. You can't use light to seek light. Yeah? You can do it for eons, which is quite a long time, and nothing will happen. He's trying to save us a huge amount of time. It's not about looking for the truth, it's looking, is this true? Yeah. Find out if your basic reference or where you're starting every day from, if that's actually the real square zero. Or maybe it isn't. Yeah. And if it isn't, maybe you're looking at the game of life from square three, and it's going to look totally different if you looked at it from square zero. Yeah you would see very clearly what you can't see clearly from square three. So in this case, why would it be impossible to seek the Buddha as the Buddha? Why would it be impossible to find the Buddha as the Buddha? Yeah. Because the seeking and the looking to find would be a denial of the state of Buddhahood that you're in already. Yeah? So as long as you're looking for the Buddha, that looking is the act of denial of your own state of Buddhahood. And it doesn't matter how sophisticated your look it gets, no matter even if it's ten thousand years old of ten thousand year old way of looking, it's gonna run into this impossibility of the Buddha seeking the Buddha. Yeah. Because why? It's not that you forgot the Buddha, you're actively identified as something else. That's how you forget the Buddha. Yeah? You're not forgetting the Buddha as the Buddha, in a sense. You're forgetting the Buddha as Paul. But the point is, you're not Paul. When you realize you're not that, which is the act of forgetting the Buddhahood, what may finally happen is, you will sense the Buddhahood with no thought or effort on your part, and no delay in time. No delay in time. Not put off for, oh, so the weekend retreat starts, not this and that, it will be immediate, whack. Yeah? It may not solidify immediately, but the cat's out of the bag now. You've recognized that it's in the looking for that you're blind to what's looking. Because you already assume that you know what's looking, and it's called me. 
And there's, there's the rub right there. The me is a product of selfing. It's selfing being identified with, and it's called me. Yeah? When the mind is hearing and seeing the selfing going on, yeah? if it becomes identified as what that selfing implies, being a body and being a person, you'll know that's in place because you will have crowned this as me. Yeah? Me. That's the feeling of the product of selfing. When selfing is working pretty well, you have a strong sense of me. What does that mean? When an action occurs, you think you're the actor of it. When there's a thought is noticed, you believe you either it's either about you or you're thinking it. When a feeling comes by, it's never let it's never let alone to go. It's claimed to be my feeling. Yeah? And then it gets used. What does a my feeling do? Different than a feeling? A feeling comes and goes. A feeling claimed by the selfing, my feeling, is used to reinforce the idea of being a self. If you feel something and it says this, is, this means depression, and after a while, buying that, you'll be a depressed person. That's what it does all day. It's just an invitation. That's all it is. The fact, the relief, the freedom from that isn't after the bondage. You're not trying to seek a way to break the bondage. If you see that it could never have possibly actually ever happened, that's the freedom from the bondage. The freedom is prior to the act of being bound, yeah? What you are is never not going to be what it is. And therefore, it's not going to be a body because it's already not a something, but let's say a no-thing, yeah? No matter how much it moves through a body, no matter how much the mental process says it's a body, it's never going to be a body. It can only appear to be a body, yeah? Just like this place can only appear to be so. Yeah. This whole world is based on seemingly. It appears to be true or false to you based on where you are. If you is in the me, it's got a lot of false evidence is going to appear true to you. A lot. Yeah? If you're not resting there, you'll see false evidence as false evidence. What is there to do with false evidence? Absolutely nothing. It's false evidence. You don't debate it. You don't contradict it. You don't try to bring the proof in, truth in and have a big discussion. It's just like it's not so. See the immediacy of it? The selfing will promise things are going to get better, but it never acknowledges the fact that you're inherently okay. Not as what you're taking yourself to be, but what you are. This isn't like, oh, I'm always okay as a body. No, you're not okay as a body. How can you ever rest in the body condition? It's totally beset by tons of variables that can affect it at the, in one second. The time I got rolled by a car, I didn't twice in one night, which is an amazing event. I had no idea it was going to happen until the moment of impact. My body had no time to get prepared for what, oh, what, what, what do I think it will be like to get rolled? I had no fucking idea how insane it could be. It just got whacked, and then the, my body condition, which is I was pinning a lot on, being me, was now crushed, Yeah. My me took a big hit 
because of the identification as the body. The body wasn't working like it did before. It didn't look like it did before. Yes? It's the act of being identified as something that you're not. That's what the mental process is doing all day. Yeah? Why do you believe you have so many thoughts? What job entails 50,000 thoughts a day? Not many. <laughs> I mean, I was a house painter. I used maybe 12 thoughts I needed. Any room I ever painted never surprised me. You know, I was aware there's usually a ceiling and walls and some windows. What were all the other thoughts doing all day? Yeah. Here's a hat, yeah? Hat. My hat. Totally different, yeah? Hat, just the hat. My hat. Now the hat's used to point to the owner of it, yeah? So when I recognize the hat and it's held as mine, it's now pointing to me. Thought, thought. My thought, pointing to the thinker. Feeling, feeling. My feeling, pointing to the feeler. It's called the facilitation of the bondage of self. You could never be bound, but you can seem to be bound. That's why it's working day and night. Because it has to keep applying a glue that doesn't stick. <laughs> we believe, you think it's the application, it's us. We believe it, and therefore it seems to be so. Yeah? How could false evidence ever be real? It would need something that's real to appear to be real too, yeah? If something was false, then it's false, isn't it? It has no other option but by, but by being false. If it was truly false, and it was a real solid falseness, then it could never not be false. Yeah? But everything is appearing to us as it is, through us, yeah? You and I give everything all the meaning it has, like in The Course of Miracles, Lesson 2. You and I are giving everything all the meaning it has. So when false evidence appears real, it has to be appearing real to what's real. Yes? How else could it appear real? It would have to... The false evidence appears real is hinging on who it's appearing real to. Yeah. It's all based on us. It has no existence in and of itself. You ever read Buddhism? You ever hear of Buddhism? You ever hear of emptiness? They speak of it quite a lot in Buddhism. Emptiness, in a sense, is that everything is inherently empty of its own existence. Yes? There is no thing that's a thing, so to speak. Yeah? Nothing stands on its own here. Everything is depending on what? Just like in physics, they say the greatest influence of any experiment is the observer of it. We're the observer of this life. We are the meaning-giving of the life. Yeah? We are the reality that's lending its reality to things that we believe to be so. And then when we do that, as the Course says so beautifully, that you and I are the dreamer of this dream, we forget that we're dreaming, we forget that we're the dreamer, and in that state we give everything we've dreamt the power to affect us. 
Sounds like everyone's fucking day. You and I are the dreamer of the dream. I don't like the dreamer because it implies a noun or a thing. Let's say you and I are the dreaming of the dream. And if you don't believe this is a dream, then how can you have a subjective experience? If this place was real, it would be real to everybody. But everyone has a different experience of the same thing, just like in this room. We're all at the same event, but we're going to have different experiences of it. So the event doesn't overwhelm us. We give meaning to the event. Nothing overwhelms us here unless we believe it. Nothing has the ability to overwhelm us unless we've given it that ability. By forgetting what? That we're the dreaming. And we take ourselves to be the dreamt. Through the act of being identified as a self. The feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing. people wait for the mental process to stop, it's not going to stop. The selfing will keep claiming to be the thinker, the feeler, the haver, the doer. But if you don't have interest in it and, and your attention's not enslaved to it, it'll be like you're hearing it, but you're not listening to it anymore. You're in a reality that overrides its falsehood. Every freaking moment of time your solution is readily available right where you are with no requirement necessary to meet it. You and I are what we're looking for. Or as St. Francis says, what's looking is what you're looking for. What's looking right now? He doesn't say who's looking. That's what we believe is the case. We believe we're a who. It's saying what's looking is what you're looking for. What else is it? Take any sense experience, take a sound and take it all the way back to the hearing of it. Can you ever hear what's hearing it? Can if you can you have you can you ever hear what's hearing all the sounds? Can you ever see what's seen? If this is what's seeing, no matter how quick I turn around to see it, it's still seeing. It's never going to be the seen. Never. Yeah? It's never going to be the heard. It's never going to be the felt. It's never going to be the tasted. What you are can never be seen. It's seen. What you are can never be heard. It's what's hearing. Like a teacher said, what you are can never be cognized. It's what's cognizing. Yeah? All the seeing is made available by the seeing, and yet the seeing can never be a seen. Yeah? Isn't that incredibly beautiful? You can just give up the ghost. If you recognize what you're not, and lose interest in it, which you will if it's not you. I swear to God, all of those thoughts capture your attention only because they're cast as yours or you. If you question that you and lose interest in it, 
the thoughts lose all power of you because it was your power given to it, given to the thought system because you were identified as a center, which is self. Yeah? You don't have to fight freaking thoughts. You'll lose interest in them. Just like if I'm... It's so obvious. Let's say we... I used to use this example all the time. There's a, let's say some, some lady is singing karaoke in the other room. They're not starting tonight. I don't know why. Please, you know. And I'm really interested in her, in her. I haven't really talked to her yet, but I'd like to you know, go out with her and my mind's running and I'll conceive my first child with her and all like this. So I'm very interested in her, yeah, because she means a lot to my head. And I'm in this room trying to do a talk and I'm doing the talk, but some people are thinking, Paul, you're not really here tonight. And I go, I know, I know, I know, but I can't call my attention back. It's not my attention. <laughs> it's just attention. So suddenly someone comes up to the desk and puts out a book and says, how to lose interest in a conversation in another room. And I read it and I agree with it, but it still doesn't really help me. And then I, suddenly I'm really trying to listen to hear her voice and she starts talking. And she says, I really like that guy. Now I'm totally, totally waiting. And she says, I like that guy, Matt. As soon as I hear it's not me, what happens? I lose interest in that conversation. Completely. I don't have to do a three-month program to get the interest back. As soon as I find out it's not about me, I lose interest in it. This is exactly what happens with the interest we have bestowed onto the thought system. If you are not the center of the system, you'll lose interest in the system. Yeah. You'll lose interest in it. The thoughts won't have as much sway as they used to have because you won't be holding them as yours. You'll see them as thoughts. And then you can learn from others because you won't differentiate their thoughts and your thoughts and separate yourself. You'll hear your own craziness or the potentiality of your own craziness in them and go, hey, I don't want to go there. Yeah? So everyone becomes a teacher in a sense. You're not separated at all. Because you see, basically, we're all wearing the same helmet. Self-centeredness. Your thought system is centered on being a self. And the thought system is grabbing most of our attention all day. And if you don't, if you don't believe that, then why are you so displaced in a moment? What else could displace you in a moment except thoughts about yesterday and tomorrow? You'd be so obviously present, nothing could pull you from this moment. But we're not obviously present, most cases. We're, in, we're adrift in this little thought system that goes to yesterday and tomorrow at the drop of a hat. And actually values yesterday and tomorrow much more than right now. Because what it's doing right now is using it to think about yesterday and tomorrow. Most people here, when it's Wednesday night, most people who are bummed out tonight are not bummed out by Wednesday night. It's last Saturday or three weeks from now is, the, is what's being used to supposedly bum you out right now. It's very rarely what's going on right now. If you're present, what's going on right now, let's say I have a knee problem. Anytime I do a talk, the problem, the knee doesn't exist for me at all for an hour and a half. Yes? Not at all. Every condition, emotionally, physically, mentally, that I seem to have been in, is totally dismissed. How could it be real to be dismissed so easily? How? How could it be real? If reality turns away from it, it has nothing. 
It has no existence at all. It could be driving you crazy all day. If you get absorbed into something else, you'll forget it like that. What, what is its total forgetting and revealing? It's not so. But what is so is you. You can, as soon as the talk stops, your mind may go right back to the knee. Oh, the knee, the knee, and da, 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 and then there it goes again. The knee's existence is based on you. Yes? Have you ever been out of any moment you've been in? Have you ever been out of any freaking moment? It just blows my mind. People trying so hard to get into a moment that they can't be out of. You know what an insane idea you have to believe to think you can get more into a moment. You have to believe that you can be out of a moment, which is totally insane. Totally freaking insane that you have, you, the head has given itself the power to remove you from the only place there is. At a drop of a hat, it just throws one little thought about next Wednesday and there you seem to go. Yeah? We have the, we have, there's no anchoring whatsoever. You can't wait till Saturday. When you get to Saturday, next Tuesday dominates your Saturday. You work all year to go to Hawaii. When you get to Hawaii, you think about work. And when you're at work the rest of the year, you're thinking about Hawaii. Very rarely do you actually ever get aligned with where you are. The thought system is always off. Always in 1988 or somewhere else, trying to pull you here, push you there. So we have to jump off a bridge with a bungee cord, or I gotta take a 50-foot wave, which I can't handle, just to get that so, so incredible rush that you're finally in the moment, because all of that stuff can't handle the situation to run anything else at the moment. Yeah, but that's insane. You can live from there. Why try to cast it onto the level of experience when it's a state of all states? It can override everything here. It can outshine the circumstance and situations you're in. Now this is the greatest choreography. Who could have fucking planned this? Who could have? You would have some, you know... Americans singing Hindu rajas or something, you know, with sweet, dulcet tones. But no, we get Korean karaoke, Christian karaoke. You've got to freaking just take your hat off if you have one to this power. Because it's so freaking unbelievably super duper multidimensional what it comes up with. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
was talking one time at a recovery meeting after we go to coffee and we were trying to get a, we're sharing this idea with somebody about, you know, you're not this person. And then the talking head saw, this is not your beautiful wife, this is not your beautiful house is playing exactly what we were delivering the message. It was perfect. I mean, it was so perfect, like an opera, almost. It's a, not just a simple, but a total... David Burns, <laughs> this is not my beautiful wife. Exactly. <laughs> Have you ever felt something move through you that was so true it didn't need any fucking validation whatsoever? Have you ever had an unspoken yes in your gut that you with all prior to all the conditionings and all the things, all the haywireness they try to d- develop in us? You know, where you don't know how what you're feeling. You've got to go to a an expert who knows how, oh, you're feeling depressed. You know, we have no fucking clue what's going on. But you do. You have a huge clue. It's right underneath the surface. Yeah? That's why the skidding and the scatting and the, all the agitation is just to keep that, that, that obscure which it can't do. It always keeps leaking out. Like when you see a plant just break through the cement and just grows right through a little crack. This one pumpkin seed fell there or something, or sunflower seed, and then the whole sunflower comes out. out of a very hostile environment for it to grow. Well, this is sort of what it is. What we are is leaking out all day. You know? It's impossible. Time is never going to outgun timelessness. Yeah? No matter how fast the mental process of selfing is, it can't really obscure what's so. It can only make it seem to be obscured. Yeah? It has to be appearing to be so to the mind, or it doesn't work. No, all the huffing and the puffing can't blow the house down. It needs you to take yourself to be the house. Yeah? And you can be, you have the ability in a pause, or from your original face, like Zen says, which isn't a face, but let's say this pause, when you rest in that pause, which you are resting in it right now, when you're resting in that, you have an immunity to the agitation. But there's no, like this one Zen master would say, you cannot use activity to find stillness. That would be activity. You can't use the system to get out of the system. That would still be the system. There's a recognition, start at the center of the system. Hey, I may not be a self. Let's say I may not be the thinker of every one of these freaking thoughts. Maybe if after a few of them get to seem to be, and then you weigh them, the difference between a thought and a my thought will be noticeable. You'll see it. And then you realize, man, I'm weighed down all day. You know? I'm shoveling the shit I'm seemingly getting through. I'm shoveling it. It's myself. Every thought held as mine adds more weight. Every feeling, my feeling, adds weight. And of course, if you're feeling really weighed down, you have to do almost anything to get some freaking relief. Yeah. But the relief will be bona fidely, authentically not going to be a solution. Because you keep going back to the well of the problem, looking for the solution from it. Which there is no, there's tons of solutions in there, but none of them are a solution. Yeah? Because they run out quickly. You've got to re-up, you've got to be vigilant. That's not a solution. A solution 
isn't a concentrated vigil, it's a very relaxed awareness. That's the solution. A relaxed awareness that, in, that intimates it was prior to all the shenanigans and has never been touched by any of it all. All of the big production, all the, the blackest of ink for the tattooing machine had no effect. You're like that clear open sky. You've never been affected by what's ever appeared in it. Not one iota. Yeah? The solution is prior to the problem. Prior to the bondage. Not after the bondage. Prior to the bondage. Because from the solution, the bondage is seemingly so. It needs you to agree with it to seem to be so. After the bondage, it's part and parcel of the bondage. The freedom is going to be get another bondage, and then there's going to be beginning of a wanting of freedom, and on and on and on. The freedom is prior. Nothing ever fucking happened. Nothing ever happened. Tons of stuff is happening, but nothing ever happened. There's no one for it to happen to. This one is a happening in it. Yeah? How can you believe that you're stable and solid? There's tons of ex sensations going on in this unit you call a singularity. Tons of freaking things are going on. I'm always amazed when I go on an airplane trip. I look at the people, they all look so calm. I'm having tons of sensations. Freaking thousands of experiences are going off. You, how, there would be no way you could say this was a single thing. There's no freaking way. This has all been contrived and made up and reinforced, this believing that we're a body. Yeah? It's, it's totally so far-fetched that the logic is so stubborn. Every time there's an action being noted, it has to imply there's an actor. Every time there's a thought, oh, there must be a thinker of it. Every time there's a hearer, oh, there's a note being heard, oh, there's got to be a hearer of it. That's just a faulty logic. All there is is verbing. There's no noun doing anything. If you go to this, it will seem like an impossibility. If you lose interest in this, it's a total possibility. You realize the thought system is not to be depended on, except for a working situation. Or if you lose your keys, or something like that. Not for metaphysical understandings, <laughs> not for what's, the, what's, what's the, the source of all this. No, it's totally a failed system. Yeah? Hey, I lost my keys. Let me think of where I was. All right, it works there. And then when you find the keys or you realize you've done all you can do, it recedes. It just drops back. Yeah? It's the yapping, the incessant yapping that your head is pointing out to you. You lost the keys and you always lose the keys. On and on and on and on. Don't you realize you're like a mule you could kick? That thing that's fucking sticking you in the ass all day? You could kick it. <laughs> you could wake up. Wake up to being awake. Yeah? You're inherently awake. It's, that's, it's, there's no doubt about it. You can wake up to it. That's the fun here. Or you can be asleep to it. But you're not going to change the awakeness, not one iota. Not one iota. 
Yeah, you can seem not to be it, but it's only constructed in time. In the eternal, in eternality or the timelessness of it, this has never freaking happened. Yeah. Why not have a little of that come into this experience? It'll maybe allow you to travel lighter through this experience. Yeah. You may find that what really works in the experiential level isn't in an experience. It's more what you are allowing to come in through what you're not. And you know what? What you're not will be the better for it. See, if you realize, if you heard that and you recognize it wasn't you, you never look back. It's when you take it to be you and you look back that it seems to have you. It has, it's you that is the hatting in a sense. It never has you. You believe that. Yeah? If it's not you and the sirens go off, the sirens of Ulysses sing, Paul, 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 you'll just walk straight ahead, never look back. You know, people are wanting whatever. It's, it's a freedom. It's available, really. If you get a little bit of a degree of it, expand on it. Just like they used to say, you can understand the whole ocean by one drop. If you get a little sense of freedom, just let your mind expand on it. Because that's all there is, is mind, big M. Yeah? It can take a little clue and make it all. Very easily. This is great, man. This is fucking, it's like uh, the sixth level of hell now. So you know, they're all lamenting what they've done in, the, in this seeming dream. We're thinking we're so much better, but we're on the fifth level of hell. It's like one degree cooler. So we're thinking, oh, yes, I didn't that, didn't do that. You know. <laughs> I'm not down there. <laughs> All that it is is a need to hear a possibility. The mind right now, in manifestation, it's entertaining all the time. That's what it does. That's what brings about meaning to things, everything. Give it something else to entertain. Maybe I'm not that. Maybe I'm not the thinker. Maybe I'm not the feeler. It doesn't say anything about feelings and thoughts. It doesn't even concern itself with that. It's very specific. Who's the thinker and who's the, who's the feeler? See if there's anyone there that's catching all this stuff. Or is the feeler a feeling and is the thinker a thought? All right, that's it. <laughs>